to Season 3, Episode 1 of Buzzwords, Conversations About Teaching and Learning at Shenandoah University, where we talk about working, learning, and transforming at SU, and hopefully way more than that. We'd like to thank our sponsor, SU's Transformative Teaching and Learning Team, led by Karen. January was a tough year, but we made it, Lucas. So here we are, Season 3 of the podcast. This season, uh, we've got a new theme, which we'll talk about in just a moment, but I want to introduce all of our co-hosts here and our producer, Sean Kelly, double major esports and business. And I think we have a new song. Sean, give me a nod. We're going to have a new song this semester. Is it Tupac? Um, we'll find out. <laughs> we, we will give credit to the, uh, to the composer in the next episode. And also with me, I've got head women's basketball coach. Melissa Smeltzercraft here. My voice is a little bit <clears throat> extra basketball season. It's just extra. Just, just extra. a little extra right yeah. now. I'm happy to be here for the start of our third season. Can you believe it? That's right. Yes. I can. Joey can't like believe five. It. <laughs> no, uh, Joey Gariziak, uh, director of esports and uh, associate professor of esports. My voice is not as extra as Melissa's. Um, but here to tell you a little bit about some of our stats, because we all love a good stat. Or a lot of good stats. 934 total downloads from pu- from mm, from subuzzwords.podbean.com. I wasn't prepared for all that. It's a mouthful. Uh, we're trying to get to 1,000. We need some downloads. So all of you beautiful people out there, download us over and over. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Give us some downloads. Get to 1,000. We have eight five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. Woohoo! All right. So follow, rate. Review us on the Apple Podcast, bar your friends' phones, and subscribe them. Uh, as always, you can reach out to us, and we're going to talk about some people that have reached out to us. Our email address, buzzwords at su.edu. Again, please reach out to us. Let us know what we're doing great, what we need to work on, and just just in general how awesome we are. Buzzwords at su.edu. And I think we had some feedback, right, Melissa? Yeah, thanks to Selene Escalante, Technology Resource Coordinator in School of Nursing, for good feedback this week. And good friend of the pod, Emily. I'm not using that acronym. (laughs) Emily Hollins for commenting on Scott's water bottle habits. That's right. We got two emails last week. Um, Selene was asking if we could do live video streaming of the pod. Um, I had to... Had to tell her probably not on that one because it'd be a little bit too much work and we don't want to put that much work into the podcast. But maybe we can put some <laughs> pictures of ourselves and the guests on the, the Podbean site. We'll see if we have that capability. Because Selene is new at SU and she just doesn't know a lot of people and wanted to see who all of us are. And then GFOP Emily Hollins, um, she commented that I probably have BPA poisoning for drinking out of old plastic water bottles. And last time, I'd forgotten what the term was. Like, I knew it was something that causes cancer, BPA, but yeah. BPG? <laughs> How dare you. That, but that BPA, does not cause cancer. <laughs> Everybody needs BPA a poisoning, I got to be aware of. So this season, we've got a new theme. Everybody ready for it? I have a sound effect. Oh, this let's is going to be high Let's tech, see if it actually sure. comes across on the, uh, the, the, the audio here. By the way. <laughs> oh, let's do that again. That's right. <laughs> That's actually Joey's short circuiting. That <laughs> My that, that's producer Sean's short circuiting, wondering if yeah. that is actually going to work. So, this season, the theme is Transformers in honor of the Transformative Teaching and Learning Team, the TTL Center. 
the car and leads up. So we're going to invite in the movers and the shakers, the the bakers and the candlestick makers, <laughs> the people at SU <laughs> that really make there. things happen, the, the, the ballers, the shot callers. Scott you know short-circuiting over there. <laughs> <laughs> and our very illustrious first guest of season three. The bar is high. Yes, this is a very high bar, and she has set a lot of bars in her time. Uh, Dr. Amy Sarch, Associate Provost for Student Affairs and the Director of Shen Ed. You got my title wrong. I just got it off, off the so internet. the bar is high, so I'm pointing at Amy, so and the bar is low, I'm pointing at Scott. Yeah. So this is already, where we do need already, a video. She's already transforming yeah. things. She's transforming, she's transforming uh, my lack of effort in prep. What is your title? Associate Provost for Academic Affairs. You oh, it's student not Student Affairs? affairs? No. Yeah, I saw Student Affairs somewhere. All right, Academic Affairs, Director of Shen Ed, and more than that. And here's more biographical details. So correct me if anything is wrong <laughs> here, Amy. Don't worry, well. And this season, there are going to be some long bios because we have some some big heavy hitters as guests. Would you so say they're more than meets the eye? Yeah, more than meets the eye. Some yeah. of them in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> so Amy has a BA in English from Binghamton University, an MA, and a PhD in communications from the University of Pennsylvania. Good so far? Good, yeah. All right. Yep. She has taught in several areas at Shenandoah, including media and communications, gender and women's studies, and in our FYS program. In fact, she created the FYS program, FYS First Year Seminar Program, which merited her her first Wilkins Award out of more than one Wilkins Award. Additionally, she has spearheaded several successful projects at SU, including a Teagle Grant on Curricular Coherence, the Shenandoah Conversations Program, the Shenflex Teaching Strategy, which earned her a second Wilkins Award and, by the way, kept Shenandoah open during 2020-2021 school year. So thank you for that, Amy. We appreciate staying open and keeping our jobs. And most recently, as director of the Shen Ed program, she's leading a new effort to create interdisciplinary online courses following the Minerva model. And as her faculty bio states, she's the proud mom of two incredible children, Zoe and Leo, and has a deep love of all things chocolate. All right, Amy, welcome. Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing? Well, sorry, I, I messed up your title. That's <laughs> okay. U usually we're pretty good about that. Um, so as our transformer, as our first transforming guest, what's been your favorite thing you've done at SU that you see as transformative? Well, my favorite thing is probably creating the Not Just Women's Center. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what I love about that is when I first got to SU, which was, I just picked up my jacket. I got my 15-year jacket. Um, so I got to SU about 15 years ago, and there was no Women's Center, which seemed really bizarre to me because as an undergrad forever ago, that was really formative. And I couldn't, I couldn't understand why we did not have a women's center. Mm -hmm. And so when I asked about it, basically, um, I was told that we didn't have, at the time, we didn't have the money and we didn't have the space. So I thought, huh. So um, after a couple of years, um, I worked with Rhonda Van Dyke, who is now retired, but she was our um, vice president for student affairs or student life. And... Um, we were able to find a space for the Not Just Women's Center, so it started in Cooley Hall. And also, the fact that we had no money, I figured out that we have been working with the Laurel Center for years. So I used to be the director of our Gender and Women's Studies program, and when I did that, 
um, I worked a lot with the Laurel Center. And the Laurel Center at the time had a sexual assault prevention coordinator who had to give us 10 hours of, as part of a grant. She had to work with the college community for 10 hours. So I thought, well, great. It's already in her grant. Oh, yeah. So I had her come and train work studies. So again, didn't cost the university any money. So we had work studies who went through and got trained by this Laurel Center um, person who was Rain Johnson back in the day. And, um, and then we, there we had it. So we were able to staff it without actually any funds. And we had training, and the Lowell Center person um, really kind of had office hours, and then we had a, um, a rotation. So I ran the Not Just Women's Center for years. And when I ran it, I remember when we first started, I said my dream would be for um, the Not Just Women's Center to be embedded on campus and to no one know that I had anything to do with it. And oh. that's where we are. Mm. So Sarah Selleck took it over, and she has grown it by leaps and bounds. It's absolutely incredible. And every once in a while, she'll tell some of the students that I had something to do with it, and they, c they can't believe it. And that's exactly what I wanted. Because at the time, um, uh, it was really all me. And now it has nothing to do with me. And that is the thing I think I'm definitely most proud of here. Yeah. 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 So no room, no money. Right. I think people have heard that before. Exactly. You can still make it happen. <laughs> and they can still There's a theme. transform things. Yep. Amy, Amy's yep. a secret transformer. Yep. I always I like to find the loopholes. Like there was a loophole there. It's like, okay, yeah. well, all right. We d I'll figure that out. And we figured it out. And now it's so embedded. I mean, it has a beautiful office in the student center. It's front and center. And it's really active. So I love it. Yeah, and Sarah is doing a great job. Sarah's over there. amazing. She took it to and directions I couldn't because it wasn't my full time job, so I couldn't do a lot of the things that she's doing. And even if it was my full time job, I couldn't be Sarah. Sarah is really mm -hmm. amazing. Mm hmm. Agreed. I got a question about the jacket. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I saw you light up. Yeah, a fifteen year jacket. Yeah. So how long you've been here? This is my tenth. I got okay. I got five years to go. I'm no math professor. <laughs> but about five years to go still. But I'm really intrigued by this. Is it like a letterman's jacket? Oh, it's yeah. so exciting. I just picked, I would have worn it here. Um, you get a choice of like a lamp. Um, I think, I uh, what's it called? The cornhole or jacket. And I picked the jacket. And it's black and it's lined with like fleece and it has a removable hood. It's really cute. Does it have like your name on it? No, it's, just, it's very subtle. It's a Shendo University. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Scott's getting close to 15. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, yeah, like I can't believe. Or something? Um, yeah, I'm a 12. I started in 2010. I think they used to just give you the lamp, and now you have an option. <laughs> well, at 10 oh, years. Oh, you could have gotten glasses. I got, a, I got a cooler. Glasses. I got a rolling I got cooler a at 10 years. Um, I can't believe you've only been here for 15 years and done all that. Ah, right? Yeah. Done all that. All yeah. That, yeah. Like reading yeah, yeah. the bio and hearing the, hearing <laughs> the secret transforming stuff. Right. That's a lot of stuff to do in 15 yeah. years. And I've been here for 12 and <laughs> <laughs> my, bi my bio would be pretty short. <laughs> <laughs> Scott exists. Yeah. But this podcast is part of the there bio. There you go. There you transform go. the way people listen to podcasts. Yeah. With, with homemade sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> that was solid. No, I, I love, I love the gifts and Amy, uh, obviously 15 years. What you've done in 15 years is absolutely amazing. And the personal story I always have with Amy, I was telling everybody before we started recording, Amy transformed the way that I travel. Because huh. my first year here, I never left the country and went to Rwanda with Amy on GCP. And now I've hit every continent except for Antarctica in the last 10 years. Um, so I'm working on Antarctica. Bethany, I know you're listening. Let us know how we can get to Antarctica. Scott and I will lead the GCP yeah. down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely working on that one. But so Amy definitely transformed the way that I look at world travel, and I teach that to students still. I've developed sport management classes. I've taken students like Sean, actually, to South Korea and Amsterdam um, so that they can get experience traveling the world as well. And so 
Uh, that's kind of my personal thing about how Amy has transformed the way that I've looked at things and done things here while at SU. So, Amy, Look thank you for doing that. Yeah, and I remember when Bethany told me that I'd be traveling with this new professor, Joey. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> Could you give me some And then we were done. You're like, yes, you told you he shouldn't have gone. And that was fantastic. I think we balanced each other really well on that trip, too. I, I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was great. A lot of fun. A lot of yeah. fun. And like I said, kind of. And I think that's a great thing for every, any student going on these international trips is like for a lot of them, it's the first time on an airplane or traveling internationally. And it kind of sets the stage to continue doing that stuff because you never know how they're going to do. And it's like they catch the bug. Right. And they just want to travel more. And obviously COVID sucks. Um, and that's made it tough. But Scott got to go on GCP. Melissa, have you done GCP or nope. any of these trips? No, no. <laughs> when are you going to sign up? I just ride a bus up and down 81. <laughs> different gyms. Win basketball games. Try to. That's right. Um, no, I have not ju- done GCP. The the seasons are tough for you. Right? Yeah. Like if you coach it's hard to because I'm, I'm like barely seeing my family right now and my kids. And then spring break is usually a really good reason to catch up mm-hmm. and, and, you know, bank more time with them. But that's all excuses, really. All I do is make excuses, Amy, but you knew that. Um, Amy, when I think of you, I think of FYS. And even in the time I've been here and the evolution of it and the kind of the backbone that it provides our first-year students, I don't know if I want you to say anything. I just wanted to say that because I feel like I haven't talked in a while and we're just going around the room saying how great you are. Um, Keep going. That's fine. Okay, yeah. More, more. Yeah. No, I I also love that you're a New Yorker and that's amazing. And it comes out in my, when I'm excited about something, that's when you could really hear it in my voice. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And definitely it's funny. When you're buzzed about something? When I'm buzzed (laughs) about something, yes. (laughs) Whenever I do an orientation session, I talk, and then all the New Yorkers come to me. They, like, flock. They're like, oh, I know (laughs) you're from New York. I'm like, how'd you know? And, yeah, it comes out. (laughs) Mine comes out when I have alcohol. Scott's from the Midwest. Scott's comes out when he has alcohol, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Only in Chicago. (laughs) Might that happen. Awesome. Well, kind of that segue that Melissa gave us, we, we're going to get into our segments here, kind of our rotating segments we do with every guest. But listeners, be on the lookout, listen out. Mm-hmm. Hear this out. is audio. This Alert. is audio audio out. For yeah, now. Whatever. Um, for now. Because we have a couple of new segments. So we will get into those. But we will start with our tried and true ones, especially our highs and lows. This is where everyone talks about the best and the worst events from the previous Week or week in, or two weeks, depending on the last recording. Uh, so, Scott, let's start with you. Highs and lows for the last two weeks. Okay. Yeah, it's been pretty – I say this in hesitation, and don't don't tell any other administrators, Amy, but it's been a pretty chill two weeks or so for me. Um, my, my classes are going well. I'm not chair anymore. Uh, I haven't had a lot of work to do on weekends. I should shut up right now because yeah, you I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna jinx yeah. it. But I was able to go to some women's basketball games, whoop, whoop. couple wins. Was able to see Joey and his girls whoop, whoop. Saturday. That's right. So being able to like hang out with friends, saw saw some other faculty Friday night last weekend. Went on a date with Courtney. Um, his wife, by the way. That's right. <laughs> I honestly was like, he went on a date with who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, date night. Uh, and that's something that. Um, you know, once the semester gets going, you, you, or at least I seldomly have, have time for. And I don't really have a low. It's been just a nice, nice chill two weeks, and that makes up my high. Melissa, how about you? Um, 
we basketball season's very intense right now. We're trying to make up some of these COVID games that were lost and postponed in the first semester. I honestly feel like I'm coaching almost like an NBA team in the sense that we have so many games Mm -hmm. and not a lot of prep for them. So yesterday we had practice at noon because there's a track meet coming into the Wilkins Center Mm -hmm. today and we had to practice early and the girls, I felt for them, they were tired and college kids like to sleep on Sunday mornings. And yeah, I mean, so right now the, the low would be just the grind of it. But then at the same time, that's kind of the high, I would say. We're on a win streak right now. We played a night. And I think I stated this earlier, uh, or last season, excuse me, earlier this year in 2022, just the idea of trying to live in the moment and soak up the people that were around. And that's that's been the blessing of all this forced time together and trying to ride the wave here. So it's cold outside, but the gym <laughs> is 70 and sunny. So. <laughs> Every time. Every time. It's maybe. always 70 yeah. and sunny in that gym. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Um, yeah, for, for me, I'm kind of like Scott. I don't have a lot of lows. My wife's, my wife had to put a horse down. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's a low. Um, she's getting over it. Everybody's doing okay, but she's, she's a big horse person. <laughs> every time I say this, everything sounds weird. Every time I say anything <laughs> about this and I'm not trying to joke about it, but I really want to make like, you know, don't want to be the dead horse jokes or things like that. And I'm just not there yet. It's just not appropriate <laughs> yet. Too soon. Too Susie, soon. Exactly. Too soon. It's coming. S- Susie, we're shaking our heads for you if you're listening to yeah. this. Yeah. Um, you know, so that was, that was very sad. It's a horse she's had for almost 30 years. Um, and so that, that was very sad. Um, so I guess that's, that's my low. Um, What's the lifespan of a horse? About that, 25 to 30 years. I mean, it's long. It's, it can be very, very long. And these are horses that weren't, they've been, they've been lawn ornaments for the past like 20 years at least. So they just kind of graze around in her paddocks, her parents' paddocks, not mine. I don't have that land. Um, out in front of their house, and so they just kind of exist. Nobody rides them, nobody works them. They don't do races or anything like that. Um, so they're retired lawn ornaments, and they can last forever. <laughs> it's a nice life. Yeah, not bad. Every time I saw them, I was jealous. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was definitely the low. My high, I, I don't know. I got to go to Orlando um, last week, which was really cold, by the way. Um, so it was like it was like forty-five to fifty degrees and raining every day, and I didn't pack for that. But it's still Orlando, so I got to go, and um, I saw the Hogwarts Castle in the background. I didn't go to Universal, but I saw the Hogwarts Castle, which is pretty cool. I'm a big Harry Potter fan. Um, and just being in that city, it's it's a it's a place. It's like Vegas. You want to go for a little bit, but you don't want to stay long because mm-hmm. everything is in your face and over the top and spectacular. Not always in the best way. Um, but still a really cool city, really walkable, a lot of really good restaurants, had some really good steak. So that was I was a big fan of that. And I didn't pay for it, so even better. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, going to Orlando, that was my high. Great conference down there. Um, just wish it was a little bit warmer. Uh, Amy, highs and lows from the last couple of weeks. I was trying to think. All right, so I think a high was, and Scott was part of this, so we are, mm-hmm. we're jumping, we're, um, uh, we have a new initiative on campus where we're doing some creative things within the Shen Ed space. And in order to kick off a new initiative, I always like to do something kind of um, – community building and fun and because of covid we couldn't necessarily do it the way i want to do it which would be like a big happy hour and everyone meet each other so we did a virtual happy hour and that we're um scott mentioned it in my intro that we're partnering with this company minerva so we created minerva martinis (laughs) and we didn't know if this would work so we delivered and my fabulous new assistant leanne curley she's really creative she put together these minerva baskets so you had a 
a martini glass and olives and gin and a little thing of vermouth. And we delivered it to all the um, faculty around campus who were part of the initiative, so mm -hmm. 16. And we just didn't know if it would work online. So we thought, oh, you know, it's an hour. And we thought it would kind of um, go flat. But I think it went really well. Oh, yeah, it worked. And we That's gave cool. everyone hats. And I actually <laughs> have people in different development teams. So they all had, it was all color coded. And it was really actually fun. Because I kind of think like when COVID happened, um, we all did Zoom happy hours and parties. And those kind of, you know, fell flat after right. a while. Right. Um, but right now we're at the point where we still wasn't quite the time to actually all get together and, and have a drink. So that was actually really fun. And I did not expect it. I thinking it would be like dead time um <laughs> and i guess maybe the low a little bit related to that i really have had a good um couple weeks so i couldn't think but part of that um we cooper minister is um living in new york right now and um is part of our design team and we had we sent that package out to them oh, early yeah. and they didn't get it didn't so get I, guess, oh, I mean if you okay. had a call low i guess that's a low but i've had a really good couple weeks minerva so. martini yeah mm -hmm. say that yeah. five times fast it's yeah <laughs> Yeah, we even got we got plastic little martini glasses sent to <laughs> us, and then all the ingredients just in a in a bag. It was pretty sweet. Can so that's the sort of thing that I have time for now. Yeah. So see. Yeah. Can we do this for full yeah, faculty meetings careful. in the future, by the way, can we send out martini fixins for full faculty sure, meetings? Sure, I'll get Leanne on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Leanne can make anything happen. <laughs> okay, Hornet hot take. So, Amy, this is your chance to rant about something that you would like to transform. Oh, God, you put me first. Um, okay. This so is just you. The, the rest of these are just you, Amy. Oh, really? You're in the spotlight here. gets to go. Oh, Only for me? that one. Yeah. Right. Well, if we do that, Joey just won't shut up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so much to read about. Well, do you know about the cookie, the Malamar? Oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Malamars are my absolute favorite cookie ever since I was little. And when I was little, I actually had a Malamar-like necklace with a bite taken out of it. But anyway, I digress. So Malamars <laughs> are only they're only available in the in the cold months. I mean, that is absolutely ridiculous. It's so like marshmallow-filled Oh, it's so good. It's thing? almost like a s'more in a cookie. Uh -huh. yes. So it, it's a graham cracker with a marshmallow, and um, and it's dipped in chocolate. Yeah, but so it's good. dipped in, um, I guess the chocolate is so high quality that it would melt if it was in the other mm. months. So as soon oh. as they come to the supermarket, I always get, um, my friends always like text me and say, Malamar's there, Malamar's there. But I mean, it really should be there year round yeah so i try and stock up but then they get a little stale mm. um and one time i got a box of malamars and they um didn't have they weren't fully dipped in chocolate right there was like a little hole on top mm. and i don't like when they don't have the crunch <laughs> so um they're all stale so i actually wrote to the company oh there you go transforming things. yeah there you go and i was like i complained and i was like you got to put more chocolate on there because they get stale and if they're stale i'm not going to eat them and so they s ended up sending me a bunch of coupons which really didn't help because every new batch of malamars i got had hole in it so oh come on so. <laughs> who makes those nestle's nabisco nabisco all right yeah nabisco. yeah yeah and they're not easy to find yeah oh. they're yeah. really good that was a good that's a good cookie and right do you there. like the crunch that's the best part when you i don't know the last it. time i've had a malamar oh um, i will change but that. now you've got me because <laughs> it's your it really comes out in the fall correct yes yeah. yes and right around halloween i feel like they come out yeah yeah that's around my birthday so i feel like it's a gift to me it's a Jersey thing. Is that what we're seeing? Sean is saying this uh -huh. is a Jersey thing. Uh, I knew. See, I'm from New York. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah, like, yeah. yeah, where we grew up. Jersey, New York. But even thing. in the colder states, it's only it only comes out in like the fall hmm. time. I feel like I've seen the package. Like Sean showed me a picture of it, but I couldn't picture it in my head. Some people, like after the description, they'll send me a cookie. I'm like, that's not it. That's not it. Like <laughs> there's a mallow out there. That's not, nope, that's not, not it. That's not the no, same thing. Malamar. It's also yep. a Pokemon, by the way. A Malamar? There's a Pokemon <laughs> named Malamar. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> 
I did not know <laughs> that. That might be a copyright. Jeff's daughter really loves. Um, yeah. Oh, look at that. Hmm. <gasps> Jeff's daughter is really into Pokemon. I'm surprised that that hasn't come up yet. Yeah. All right. All right, next one, and this is just you again, Amy. All right. This this is a new segment. It's called Anybody? Question <laughs> mark. Where we ask our guests if there's something that they do where they wonder, am I the only one who does this, or does anybody else ever do this thing? Well, I did think about this a little bit, and it came up this morning. Yeah. So we have a whole display of mugs uh, in our house, um, and uh, there's like a rotation of like four mugs that are always like my morning coffee mug. But um, sometimes at night I'll have decaf or tea, and then I use like the mugs that are not in the rotation. And in my head, I'm like thinking that as I'm picking the mug, the mugs are going, choose me, choose me. And they get really <laughs> excited when they get to get a mug <laughs> because they know that they're not the main mug, but uh-huh. then maybe they'll get to be like my decaf or tea mug. So I kind of think of, of the mugs having like kind of like this internal conversation. Hmm. Like like sentient beans. Yeah, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I get really happy for the mug that never gets chosen. And right. that's usually when I have to decaf. The underdog story. <laughs> Sometimes I'll even have decaf or tea because I feel like there's a mug that has a need. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa can't even talk. No, not you, Melissa. So wait, you this didn't is that? anybody this else. Is not where I, I thought this was going to go at all, <laughs> but I I'm am here for it. <laughs> you know what? I'm picturing I'm Beauty and the Beast. Oh yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> right now, and the cupboard opens. I'm, I'm with you, Amy. Um, you are not the only one. I do that with shot glasses. Because uh, as Joey knows, I have a big collection of shot glasses. <laughs> and every night I think about who's going to be the lucky shot glass tonight. I'm so cl- – actually, I never said that really out loud. Yeah. So yeah. outside of my house. Does so. it sound better out loud or <laughs> – No, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Melissa. I did Hopefully not expect this will transform <laughs> some things internally. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I guess I should be talking about school. But no, awesome. no. Not school. No, we're all for That's it. perfect. That's perfect. We're all for it. All right. I don't know how to – okay. Next, <laughs> The next segment. Uh, buzzing about, guess, uh, talk about something that you are emotionally buzzed or excited, because it's a British term apparently, Scott, yeah. that you're emotionally buzzed about. It's like, what are you excited just about? Just something you're excited about. Yeah. We already talked about Malamars. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that was like, a like, like something coming up. You yeah. already talked about Minerva. Oh, okay. Jazz. Well, what we're, else? Um, well, we're visiting my son this weekend. Um, at he's in the U of bas- I? At University of Illinois. Nice. He's in the basketball band. Oh, cool. And I'm really excited because of COVID last year, he was a freshman and did get a chance to actually play. Mm. So, and I love visiting a Big Ten school. Mm-hmm. I um, Go green. Yeah. Don't know, well, that's Michigan green. State. I know. Go no. green. <laughs> Like, Amy, yeah, get with orange, it. Go right, green. Whatever. So anyway, I've never been, um, and I'm sorry, you're all, you're all sports fans, but I've really never been a big sports fan before. And all of a sudden now with Illinois and basketball. Mm-hmm, they're good. Yeah, but then I get so depressed when they lose. So I just, I, I took, like, look at Jeff and I'm like, this is like, I don't really want to be a sports fan because <laughs> when they lose, I get in a really bad mood. And I never really understood that no with everybody else. Oh, yeah, Amy. So I'm so excited to see a live game, like, like the the thought of like meeting Kofi and 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 Frazier and all these like people that I've seen on TV. I'm really excited. Of course, I'm excited to see my son too. But I'm really excited <laughs> to see my first Big Ten. Yeah, and we, we 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 call it sports ball around sports here. Ball. The, That's the, the no, we don't. Um, Amy, I have a question for you, yeah. and I know how uncomfortable you are talking about sports, and that's why I love your vulnerability right now. Um, do you know if Leo plays for the men's games and the women's games, or just one gender, or what? So he actually he plays for the men's games, but they are it's optional to play for the women's games, and if they choose to pay for the women's games, they get a stipend. Cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
cool for Leo, not cool for females. I know, I know, right. I know. Yeah, that was the cool for Leo. The women's basketball team is, is, isn't as good this year. The men's team is first in the Big Ten right now. Yes. So that's great for you to go see really, really good basketball. And then the women's team is 13th in the Big Ten. Right now, 13th. I just looked that up. That's not. Yeah. So, I say, wow, you that's you, you. You are really like on top of Big Ten standings. No, I I have Google <laughs> okay in front of me. Well, on that'll my help. But I would have known that, and I normally don't know that. Have I you even seen my first but my football games there too? And so you, you've been to Champagne before. Yes. Yeah. Yes, have you yeah. seen the arena? Yeah. They have a cool one. They have a it really cool like arena. It looks like a like a flying saucer. They did COVID landed. testing there, so actually oh, that was yeah. the only reason I went in there before. Oh, actually, no, I dropped Leo off. I don't think I've been inside yet. Oh, cool. Because even when we toured, it's cool. it's we like couldn't a, go in. It's like a perfect circle around like, the basketball court. It looks court. like a, um, something from other space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Very cool. Buzzer All right. Breakdown? Sorry. I was too excited she's about still, it. She's still Googling <laughs> Big Ten standards. Yeah, I, I just went down a, a rabbit hole. All right, so buzzword breakdown. Give us that hot buzzword that you try to embody at SU. Um, intentional. Oh, yeah. So, and that's actually one of those words that I've been, like, only probably like the fat last two years because anytime I'm where I actually thought of a word. I don't know if that just became a thing lately where people think of words and that's their word for the year, but I saw that like two years ago somewhere on Facebook. Well, this podcast started that, I think. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, when I started listening We're to We're transforming guys. the way people think about words. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime I do anything on automatic pilot, I've, then I don't do, do it very well. So anytime I feel myself on automatic pilot, I try and slow down and think, now I need to be intentional. So... Um, so just really thinking twice before I do something. I'm also very impulsive, so it helps me kind of slow down and just realize to do something with a purpose as opposed to just, well. Yeah. I love that because then you don't want to also waste other people's time either right. because we have all these things we must do. And if we just go through the motions and making that experience, especially when you're leading certain things for those people, that's really great. Yep. yep. Good. Intention. Excellent. I love that. Um, is there anything that you would like to plug? Let's say Shenandoah related. Besides, you know, the Malamars in the cookie aisle in October. Um, anything you'd like to plug coming up for you this spring semester? Uh, what would I like to plug for? I'm trying to think. Um, well, now I have all these other areas that kind of fall in my world. So I'm trying to think if there's something in those areas that I want to plug. Um, uh, oh, okay, yeah. Global virtual learning. So um, a new um, program at, at Shenandoah is um, global virtual learning, which is led by Eunice Mirza, mm -hmm. who some people might know from. Um, he's He had been here funded by the Brzezinski grant, which mm -hmm. he still has. But now we actually have a... Um, um, a department of global virtual learning and it's pretty awesome and you could be trained to do um, COIL which is collaborative online international learning mm -hmm. um, so he has a bunch of new COIL fellows coming up but we have um, a new rendition of the grant which has different pieces of it and one of them is a service pillar and I don't think this is actually this is like new because with this we haven't done the press release yet for this so Scott McClure, he is a professor in public health, and he is leading this initiative. And so he is doing a project um, focused on zero hunger, and he's going to be looking at, um, uh, he has a project that's focused on stopping um, world hunger, hunger. Um, and he's going to be working with a team of students and faculty and staff. Um, and he'll be doing a call out for that soon. But we're also working with that a group in Malaysia and Jordan working on zero hunger as well. So this group will be 
doing stuff virtually with those other two groups to see how they are um, looking at zero hunger. And um, the group here will travel to Jordan and Malaysia. So that's going to be, wow. there's a press release coming out. So awesome. look out for it cool. and you want to apply for it. You heard yeah. it here first. Yeah. Groundbreaking. Awesome. Excellent. Thank you, Amy. Um, sponsor of the day. Shenandoah Bad Parking. <laughs> it has come to our attention that there is an Instagram account called <laughs> Shenandoah Bad Parking. And if you get got on this account, it's not good for you. So <laughs> public safety seems to be in the loop. So Shenandoah Bad Parking, park your car better. Yeah. Snow or no snow, be better, Shenandoah. Don't Park better, walk there. more. Shenandoah Bad Parking on Instagram. Check it out. The students think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to bring us to a close today. Thank you, Amy, for being our guest, Associate Provost of Academic Affairs. <laughs> um, that email address for us is buzzwords at su.edu, our website. Maybe we'll get some pictures up, subuzzwords.podbean.com. In our next episode, in two weeks, we'll have another heavy hitter, Dr. Michelle Pye, the assistant or an assistant professor of athletic training and the chair of Pride, which is the president's representatives for inclusion, diversity, and equity. And she does even more than that. She'll be our guest. So until then, keep, keep on, on buzzing. buzzing.